This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. All right, guys, as you know, we have our resident economist, Mike Zuber from One Rental at a Time. <laughs> I, I do I have an econ degree, but never was a practicing <laughs> economist, but I have been studying the economy for 30 years, got the fancy degree. So yeah, let's, let's go. Hey, you know what? That's way closer than I got. You know? <laughs> Yeah, it's hard to get there when you leave in the ninth grade. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I found, I found, yeah, they're like, would you ever go back to school? And I was like, I'd have to do three more years of high school, then <laughs> go to college and do four years there and then do another two. No. What am I, a professional student? <laughs> no, absolutely not. The answer is no. I couldn't slow my life down that much. What are you uh, kidding me? And I want to know, rate, I I like, know if your kids are going to go to college. That's what I want to know. I'm very interested to see if they do. The choice is 100% theirs because they're paying for it. What so are they going to graduate high school? Um, that will be my threat of death. Yeah, that's okay. not an option. That's happening. Yeah, yeah, that's not an option for them. It they, was they too have, hard. Yeah. Too hard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I will, you know, online thing, I'll report them to the truant officer myself. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I'll just drive them. Oh, look over yeah. there. Hey, see him right here? 15. 15, not in school. Take care of it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Not listen to me. Take care of it. Might be strong-willed. Yes, there you go. I like so it. one of the things that we talked about on the uh, on on the three amigos yesterday was kind of inflation versus deflation, right? Mm -hmm. We talked about you know how to prep for that. I think it's really important. It was so important that you know when we were talking off camera, I was just like, you know, I really want to make sure that we kind of spend some more time on that because yeah. I think that people think that you have to be prepared for one or the other, mm -hmm. as opposed to being in a position where you can truly prepare for both. Yeah. You really can. You can. And yeah. so let's talk a little bit about, you know, A, let's kind of give everybody kind of a 60 to 120 seconds on inflation, what inflation is, what deflation is, and then talk about how we're kind of combating that ourselves. Yeah, I think there's a couple of things. If you're watching a real estate channel, Lumberjack, for example, you need to realize that there are winners and losers on both sides. Mm -hmm. Just kind of simply speaking, right? Inflation is probably the one that most people hear about. It's in the news all a lot. CPI 6.2 record. Why are my dogs barking so loud? Come here. Hey. Apparently they want some of Dion's bet. Yeah, exactly. They want to, they want to, they want some treats or something. Anyways, I apologize. So um, inflation going up 6.2%, all of that. Here's the deal. The winners in an inflationary environment are quite simply the folks that own debt. Yep. Right. The folks that have debt, especially 30-year debt, especially if 30-year debt is below inflation, crush it. Right. That's why you and I have spent the last six, nine, 12 months getting all of our you know, variable debt, fixed rate debt fixed because we want to win. Because yep. um, you know, again, the debt, the expense line doesn't change. Value goes up, rents go up, NOI goes up. It's, it's a beautiful thing to own, uh, to be a landlord in an inflationary environment. Losers are people that hold cash, yeah, right? Because your, your purchasing power goes down. If you don't own assets, you lose. So inflation is bad for like 90% because it hits everyone. That's what people don't realize. They talk about taxes and tax the rich and all this other nonsense. The reason they don't talk about inflation 
is because it hits everybody and it is nasty at the bottom because you are the one that just don't have options. You're on a fixed income, maybe low income. You got to put gas, you got to buy food and you just, you have to, and you don't have any money. If you flip that over to deflation, uh, there are winners with deflation, right? De and again, deflation is tricky, right? Right, Because you can have asset deflation, you can have stuff deflation, and then you can have wage deflation, right? There are three other variables. So when people say the word deflation, you really got to push back and say, what are you, which one are you talking about? Mm -hmm. First and foremost, just generally speaking, the winner who wins in deflation are people that have cash. Yeah. Because if you have cash, Cash, you could be Warren Buffett, who extracted a king's ransom from Goldman Sachs right. back in the last crash because yep. they needed cash. That's right. Right. So again, there. Right. Oh, it's just it was. Oh, the terms. Were they got he got warrants and he got interest oh, and he, yeah. it was like it, that's that's almost usury. You from <laughs> Goldman Sachs, he extracted that <laughs> nuts. It was, again, right? People that sit on cash can strike in a deflationary environment. Sure. Again, I want to go back to Jamie Dimon nine months ago. He had $500 billion in cash and says, I'm okay. Now he's got a trillion dollars in cash and he's like, I'm good. And that's because he is setting up for what he thinks will be asset depreciation. Stuff will go on sale. So again, you can set yourself up for that. In fact, Matt and I, and now Dion has been browbeat into doing the same thing. <laughs> we, are, we have gone back to assets that we own free and clear or have huge equity. We are getting 30-year fixed rate debt on what's known as cash out refunds. And we are just stacking the cash, mm -hmm. right? The three of us are not going to buy a toy. We're not going to do something stupid. We are willing to sit on it for years to come until a deal shows up. And the amazing thing that happens when you have it, you deals come to you. We heard yesterday, knock on wood, that Dion may land six duplexes. Oh. Seller financing. Oh, you know, that's what happens, Dion, when you listen to Lumberjack and uh, One Rental at a Time. Deals come your way like that, and you'll have the capital. I'm just saying. Follow the money. Follow the, Follow the money, right? Oh. We've done this before. So, mm. again, uh, you, you really can be set up, and I think you and I are set up for both environments. Yeah. I, um, mm. I, I'll be very clear. I hope we go into a deflationary environment. I do yes. not think it's my base case. I think it's 80-20 the other way. Mm -hmm. But if you want to talk my book, deflation, deflation, crash, crash, crash. I've got plenty of money and access to a lot more. Right. Uh, I, will, uh, I, will, I will happily repeat 2010. I don't see it as the base case, but I'm ready for it. Yeah, so I think you bring up a lot of great points. I mean, again, we, we really, with our assets, we are on both sides. Right now, yeah, on right? purpose. We don't we know where it's on going. on both sides because if inflation takes off and goes crazy, rents go crazy, or if we decide that we want to get out of some properties because they create the 40-year mortgage, that becomes a thing and that's 1%. Oh my God. Can you, again, right. Talk about that yesterday, right? 40-year yeah. mortgage, buyer programs, your market's a nine, mine's a 42. Dude, if my 42, again, 40 billion index, go watch that video goes to 20. Yeah. I, I think I, I need to count how many single family homes I own, but I don't know, 25, 35, somewhere in there. I'll sell all of them. Because right. that would, my prices would roughly double. Right. Yeah. It, it, I would, I would repeat stage one or phase one of my book, sell houses, buy apartments. It's crazy. Crazy. It's crazy for me to think about, but I've seen it happen. It could happen. I, I did. I bought an O again, watch the video in O2, December of O2. I think it was 51 or 52. And by the time I, I, cause we did, we pulled up Zillow, right. And in, yeah, in yeah. that video I sold when it was 17. 
It's like, yeah. get out. Yeah, so it's pretty cool. And that's the thing is you can't be married to these assets. They are there to help you create wealth. Yeah, that's believe me, I will sell everything I own if you want to pay double. You can have them. Right. Every, my, and, I can have zero units if somebody wants to pay double for everything I own. It's okay. And, and we ran the numbers, a mortgage at 1% versus a mortgage at 4% it basically doubles the value of the home. I mean, pretty close to doubles the value. of. The oh home. yeah. Again, we did, we did 1% 40 year mortgage. The payment went down in half, which yes, means it doubles the value of the home. Cause again, people buy on payment. They don't buy in value. These people right. screaming, Oh, look at the peak. It's higher than that peak. Are idiots or stupid. I'll let them choose which one they want to be. And that's not wrong. And no. again, again, because it's math, right? I am literally, I'm honestly reviewing my portfolio and looking at it and saying, all right, if it goes to 2% and Dion's right from a deflation perspective and Grant Cardone is right from a deflation yeah. perspective and these prices double and there's a home buying program that makes it possible where they somehow the government funds, you know, their down payment. Mike, I got to be honest, my stuff that's worth four, if it's worth eight that I paid two for, like you I'm get like out, just, you get yeah. out and you sit on cash. Cause that's what I did. Right. I, I 1031 out of houses to apartments and lo and behold, over the next four years, Fresno crashed 75%. Unreal. And then I swooped in and yes, let's be clear. I want to be very clear. My apartments were worth less money, but I don't give a rat's tail what my balance sheet says. Right. I, I spend cash flow. My income statement was better because rents right. went up. That's right. Man. Yep. And that's the thing is, if you're getting to the size where you're looking at, look how many assets I own, look how much money of assets I own, you're looking at the wrong thing. Once you get to a certain point, your mindset will change if you're not already there. It is about one thing and one thing only, and that is cash flow and the ability to create cash and I will agree with some of the guys that are out there, you know, Dion certainly is of this mindset. Grant Cardone's of this mindset. Cash is trash. I agree that long-term, largely speaking, cash is trash. Mm -hmm. I want to be getting flow, flows out, flows in. And then those mm -hmm. flows constantly getting bigger. What I also need to be cognizant of is we're not in a position where Fannie and Freddie is going to call Mike Zuber or call mm -hmm. the lumberjack landlord and say, we've got 120 units that we want to place with you guys. Yeah. We'll just let you continue the debt. Yeah. We're not, we're that not position. that guy. No, not others guy. are. Yeah. Yeah. There's, His there's are. A few... He absolutely is. Oh yeah. He's, of course. He's yeah. not having to hunt too hard for a deal. He's no. working with the GSEs, the government sponsored oh. entities. Mm -hmm. And they're saying to him, you have a proven model. It works. We will sell this to you. Yeah. And let's be clear. Grant gets bigger. Like if we have a bad environment, there's a list of A and B buyers, right? All That's the right. B buyers will disappear. There's a list of A buyers and there's less than a hundred of them. That's right. There's got to be less. And they will call these players and say, which person wants this? We will put the sweetheart deal together. The GSEs don't want to foreclose. and They don't want assets. They will... They will take it from right. operator A, give it to operator B, never take ownership. He will get those phone calls. He is that big. He is that big now. Good for he him. Is. I'm not that guy. I, well, nope. yeah, I mean, well, I will never be that guy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but the, the interesting thing is, is what, what I wanted to talk about that for real briefly is you can be that guy for a local bank. You could be. Yeah. I did that for a local bank. Yeah. Local you, bank. 
saw the unit I was you doing got a next sweet door. Heart of a deal. Yeah, I bought a ten unit that was trashed next to a ten unit building that was eh. I took the trash, made it nice. The bank foreclosed on the other one and said, "Hey, knock knock. We like what you did there. You want to do this one? Maybe. What do you got for me? Well, here, do this, do this, do this. No money down. Done." So you Thank can you. be that, just on a much smaller scale. Yes, absolutely. So people should be aware of that as well. But honestly, if you ever want to be in that position, A, you're going to have to have a decent amount of units. B, you're going to have to have a significant track record. And C, you're most importantly going to have to show them your cash flows. Oh, They're yeah. not going to care about your assets at that point because assets go up and down with what, where the economy is. Yeah. Cash flows is where it's at. So when he talked, when Grant talks about cash being king or cash being trash, it's not king. Really, what Mike and I would do to augment that statement is we would say cash flow is king. Yeah. And again, one more thing just around it on cash is I do believe long term cash is trash. But if Jamie Dimon's willing to sit on a trillion dollars right. for a year or two, if Warren Buffett is willing to sit on a record amount of cash of 149.7 billion, yes, <laughs> folks, I read the financial statements. Um, I'll, I'll sit on a couple of bucks. And, and see if any deals come across my, my path. Mike, think about this. $149 billion. That and buys, growing. That and buys growing. a state of real estate. Certainly could. Like, hi, Warren Buffett now owns Kansas. <laughs> like, this is the craziness that we're talking about with some of these numbers. Yes. Yeah, you nuts. know, and one of the other things that I was looking at too is, you know, for those of you out there who were talking about, you know, Zillow this and Zillow's trash and all this other stuff. So they just solved their problem with the stroke of one pen, which was they sold 2000 units to a hedge fund that already had 70,000 single family owners. <laughs> they just sold them another 2000 with the stroke of a pen. Yeah. This, I yeah, mean, yeah. Crazy. You know, this is, in, I believe, Mike, in this particular scenario, it is far better to own the asset than it is to own the debt of the asset. Because I think that's where, where Wall Street got crushed last time, was <laughs> they just owned the debt of the asset. Yeah, they owned, owned, they owned um, debt on debt. Yeah. Uh, and the debt, and base, they owned insurance policies on debt Ooh. that was levered. Just, it was so toxic and stupid. It was bad. It is. So the good news is much of that has changed on Wall Street. And I know we're going to see a bunch of comments about how it really hasn't. It really pretty much has because oh, yeah. they were buying the 50% of mortgages that had adjustable rate debt, as opposed mm -hmm. to now only two or 3% have adjustable rate debt. Exactly. That's what's changed. So Mike, tell everybody where they can find you, my friend. One rental at a time is the channel. Uh, five videos a day, live uh, 8 a.m. Pacific Saturdays. And uh, yeah, I, I have eight or nine multimillionaires that talk every week. So it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a good time. Author of books. Yes. And the best value on the internet course. <laughs> oh, yeah. That is crazy. going up by the end of the year. Yep. January Guys, 1st. As a landlord of almost 100 units, there's a number of those sections. The ones that I didn't teach, I've taken a number of the other ones. Yeah. So they are well worth it. And for me, yeah, I've been doing this for 20 years. There's not a ton to always learn, but there's always something to learn. Yeah, if you, if you, if you are lacking confidence or need something to do to learn your market, this, this is the only way to go. It's just, it just is. It just is. He's not wrong. So 11 a.m. Uh, Eastern time on Saturdays, uh, one rental at a time does their live stream here on YouTube. Mine is 11.30 a.m. after one rental at a time's daily financial news, 1130 Eastern time 
on Sunday, and then Dion Financial Talk, 5 or 6 p.m. on his talk, Dion Talk, um, for his live stream. And again, there's probably five to seven hours a week of content between those three. If you only watch that, you will be absolutely light years ahead of anybody else that's doing It's real now. deals. It's real it's business. Real it's real stuff. It's not crash, bubble, crisis, depression, nonsense. God, I hate yeah. that stuff. It's just, it's honestly, it's absolutely brutal because they're like, well, this could happen. Yeah, well, a monkey can fly out of my butt too. But, you know, I mean, let's just, let's just make some educated decisions, you know, oh, honest to funny. God with this stuff. So as I always like to say, we create amazing content for you. Please subscribe, hit the like button, attend some of those live streams this week, learn. And most importantly, Mike, we love it when people ask questions. Yeah, that's why we're there. Yes, that's what we're doing. We're making ourselves available for that. So yes, have an awesome weekend and we will talk again next week and probably no three amigos because that's Thanksgiving. Oh, I'll be up. I'll do it. I'll, dude, I'm off. So. <laughs> I'm sure it'll happen. Yeah. Okay. Of yeah. all my expert series, yeah. I'm guessing three amigos happen. It yeah. may be so, a slightly different time, but I bet yeah. you it happens. So now we're going to be doing this on Thanksgiving. I love yeah. it. I'm of thankful course. for that. That's the best. Yeah. Like, thanks so it. much. Have a great week. We'll chat next right. week. Talk soon. You got it. Uh -huh. See you.